The following is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. You're listening to the Green Over Everything podcast with Jonesy and my man Brown. Welcome to the Green Over Everything Real Talk wrap-up as we recap the Eagles' week two loss to the San Francisco 49ers. My name is Brown alongside my partner, Mike Jones, a.k.a. Jonesy, and from TotalSportsLive.com and DK Nation, Mr. Javon Offers is here as well. I want to start with this. I want to start with this because, honestly, you know, we kind of, we've talked about it all week. We've talked about it on a bunch of different podcasts. We've talked about it on social media. It's a long season. There are going to be some wins. There are going to be some losses. You know, this wasn't a team that was expected to go 17-0. and 0. Um, there's, there's, We found out a lot about this team last week. I think we found out a lot about this team this week. Honestly, probably this is as indifferent as I've ever been or as I can be about an Eagles loss. I'm not hopping mad. I'm not, you know... I'm not making it, you know, nobody needs to be fired. Nobody needs to be traded. Nobody needs to be benched. They just went out and lost to, they went out and lost to a good team. I think, you know, how good San Francisco really is, is still up for debate. But they're a good team. Shout out to my good friend, Ken, though. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to shout you out, buddy. He called this loss soft, said the Eagles were soft, said the Eagles got down, uh, had a goal-to-go situation after a 91-yard game, came away with no points. He thought that was soft. Not going to say it didn't bother me, but I'm not sure if I was going to go that far. Let me start with Mike Jones. One, do you agree? And what are and and two, what are your thoughts on this game? Soft. I I, I never ever ever use the word soft lightly mm-hmm. in professional sports, especially in in football. And there's no way I could watch the physical style of football, defensive style of football game that we saw today and come out of it calling either team soft. Mm -hmm. So shout out to your boy, but I think he's a little off the mark with that take. Okay. You know, soft you have to reserve for guys who don't stand up, let allow themselves to get bullied and just mm-hmm. don't fight back. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what we saw today. What we saw today mm-hmm. was a rookie head coach who made a couple questionable decisions in some spots. We can get back to that later. We saw a essentially first-year starting quarterback who missed some throws. Um, you, If you remember last week when we did this, what I said there were going to be the two biggest overreactions that we heard during the week. Jameis Winston and the Eagles jet slash Jalen Hurts. We'll talk about Jam we'll, we'll talk about Jameis Winston on uh 
on the Jonesy and Brown podcast later on this week. I'll be giving you that whole floor for that one. <laughs> but we'll talk about that one later. But as far as the Eagles office, Jalen Hurts, what I said last week was that the question was not his ability, what he looks like, looks like when he's playing at his best, but how consistently can he maintain that high level? And that question is still out there for me. But he's a young quarterback. It's not to say that he won't improve, can't improve. I saw a lot of things I liked from Hurts as far as decision-making. But especially like a couple deep throws, shots down the field to Devon, to to Smith, what you have to see, like especially if you don't have the strongest arm in the world where you're out, able to outthrow your coverage, you have to be very good with anticipation and you have to be very good with accuracy. And those are things that are difficult for a young for a young quarterback. So we'll see. This is why I said last week we were about to jump out the window and overreact when we when our questions were, were not something that were able to be answered over a single game. Javon, you made a good point on uh, social media as well after the game. or In fact, it was during the game. I think, Jonesy, you kind of touched on it. I think one of the question marks – about Jalen Hurts was his arm strength. I think he displayed this week that he has some arm strength. We saw some we saw some passes downfield. We saw the deep ball. You know, I'm I'm watching the game with my dad. We see the pass, you know, the pass to Rager. Yeah, he stepped out of uh yeah, he stepped out of bounds, but it was still it we it was the deep ball. We saw the deep ball a couple of times. We saw it a couple times, and it was underthrown a couple times. Mm-hmm. So, do you think there's still do you think there's still question marks about the uh, about oh, his arm strength? Absolutely. Okay. It was the deep, if the deep ball is underthrown, I have to wait and just see if, if he's throwing it too late or just lacks the arm strength to get it all the way out there consistently. Javon, what say you? You, you watch the game. What do you think? I think. I think. I think when it comes to just no, just number one, going back to the comp, just back to what your friend said about them being soft. I don't actually see that. I think inside the red zone, this team kind of played. I think I think the team played. You know, they outsmarted themselves inside the red zone. Like they tried to do things instead of keeping it simple. In the goal line, you don't have to get all cute. You know, just keep it simple. Quarterback sneak you know, halfback dive, like you have the running backs to do it. You don't have to resort to going to a Philly special type play on fourth and goal. Like there's ways to do things. And I think that just comes with experience and being a rookie head coach. There's some things you need to do and there's some things that you can't do. And like, like we talked about last week, there was instances on fourth, on fourth, on fourth down, which you like the aggressiveness, but it wasn't the right play call. And in this game, when you're going against a team like the 49ers who aren't who 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 aren't who they aren't a quick strike offense per se, they like to bleed the game and really work you up and down the field. I think like watching the Niners play offense is like watching paint dry because they're not gonna hit you with quick shots, it's just gonna be ground and pound and from there you know that put that takes a toll on your defense so i mean it, it, it's tough i mean and then when you look at offensively speaking like 
no, the Hurts arm strength thing. I think that's 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 always going to be a thing for him. I think it's going to be a thing for a lot of quarterbacks because I think we're so used to seeing, you know, we're we're used to seeing, you know, certain quarterbacks just know just launch the ball. Like we're used to, like you know, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allen's, you know, the Russell Wilsons, you know, things of that nature that can get the ball down the field. I think for Hurts. And I, I compare it to like, uh, you know, I compare it to like, uh, you know, a home run hitter. You know, they're not always going to hit a home run every time, right? But I think, like, like you know, we did see some good throws, right? The one against Rager on the sideline. You got to think that's a great defensive play too, by the corner to use that. That smarts to use, you know, the 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 sideline as that boundary to say, yeah. The quarterback's going to have to put it somewhere, <laughs> and it's either going to be in the hands of the defender or it's going to be in the receiver. That so was, you see yeah. that that was a great right. pass and better defense. You know, you just, right? Yeah, that's yeah, you for just sure. Tip your hat to the defender, mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. And then when you look at even the uh, the the Quez Watkins, you know, play, you know, ninety-one yards. I mean, we see, you know, when his guys can get separation, he can put it there. You know, most of the times. And I mean, even when he underthrew, you know, the one to. Devonte Smith, I'd rather that be an underthrow than an interception because that was thrown to like three guys, you know, with a safety yeah. just sitting there lurking. So I think you know it's just going to be the growing, it's just going to be the growing pain for him. I think what is what's this? It's only his what six full start, so he still got some more time to grow. You know, it's not like you know it's the end of the world type of situation. This team, you know, they just went against a better team, yeah. but they didn't, you know. They didn't roll over, which a lot of teams would do in that situation. They'll just like they just didn't die over and just like, yeah, we're losing. Like they kept fighting. And you know, you give Hurts credit, you know, when things weren't open, he took off and mm-hmm. got down the field with yep. no timeouts. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of takeaways and a lot of things where they could get better. You hope that the defense can get you some t- some takeaways one of these weeks and that defensive line can get some pressure. So mm-hmm. you just can't have Jimmy Garoppolo, whoever just just throwing, you know, dots and passes. For a high completion percentage. Now we talk about the defense being able to get some pressure. Uh, some news coming out of the game was Brandon Graham lost for the season uh, with an Achilles injury. That's that's going to hurt. And I feel honestly, what kind of couple that was? It was it was one thing. It, it was one thing that it was one thing that the uh, to lose Brandon Graham. But we've, you know, the three of us, we've had these conversations about the Eagles and their depth. So it's like, okay, Brandon Graham's down. That means Derek Barnett needs to step up. What does Derek Barnett do in this game? What did you know? You've lost the heart and soul of your defensive line. You know, it's BG. It's it and it, it's BG and it's Cox. My question, honestly, mm-hmm. in that situation, because we kind of all, all know at this point, Derek Barnett, his days may be numbered in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Good. wondering what happened to Josh Sweat. He, he's, you mm-hmm. know, newly inked man, should be the next one to step up and create some pressure off the edge yeah. when Brandon Graham is down. And I think that that remains to be seen. I know they started the season with Sweat on one side, Graham on the other. So mm-hmm. I think there are going to be opportunities for Sweat to make a name for himself. Didn't hear his name much today, you know, to to, to, to your point. And this would have been a good day. But the, uh, this, this would have been a good day for Josh Sweat to, on the field, say, hey, you know what, I got you guys. Mm-hmm. 
The problem was the guy they they who the guy who has to replace Brandon Graham. Unless they go with the veteran, they go with Kerrigan. But I think they'll go, you know, I I think they'll go with the younger guy and Barnett, the guy that they drafted, and still just bring Kerrigan as a depth guy. You haven't been able to stop this team on third down for most of the game. This was an offense that was kind of, that for the first 20 minutes of the game was kind of anemic. Wasn't doing much. They made adjustments. They started make, having these long drives. You got them backed up to a point where it's going to be third and long. First third and long this team, uh, San Francisco's had in a long time. And you get that penalty. That can't be the way Derek, that can't be the way you hear Derek Barnett's name. Not in a game like that, especially on a team like this, where it looks like, you know, this this is a team that's going to be built around youth and strong veterans that can help bring that those you uh, those younger players uh, along. You needed Derek Barnett, and you didn't get him this time. You know, you you got a you got a stupid play, and to your point, Jonesy, because it does seem like you know the writing's on the wall that is it might not be it might not happen here for Derek Barnett. You know, it's it, it, that's how it you know that's just how it is. But why are you pushing yourself out the door? This doesn't help you. This you know that's just frust- that's that's frustrating. That was frustrating. Let's see. All right. So when Graham went down, I found myself out loud during watching the game saying, Brandon Graham, I'm going to need you to step up. So I understand how you feel. But the the more – it was almost – well, let's see. With On that first drive, I believe it was, there was that personal foul that extended the drive. And then I'm stopped. I thought about it. I'm like – yeah, this is still Brandon, not Brandon Graham. This is still Derek Barnett. Yeah, and it's been a while since I've had real legitimate expectations for him. Like, there's not so much hope I can place on the amount of bend somebody has in their ankles. You know, that was what they sold us when they drafted him. He has amazing, like the angles he could take. He has amazing bend. It wasn't because his physicals. He wasn't super impressive. But he did break the Reggie White's record in college, and but as a pro, he's been eh, blah. We, we're just kind of ha- going to have to admit that now. Yeah. Well, I think I, honestly now this puts this puts Brandon. Oh, excuse me, this puts Derek Barnett in basically the now or never. He has he has to put up or shut up. I think if he cannot assume this position now to say, hey, you know what. You brought me in here to be the uh, defensive end of the future. I've watched a late ground pick come in and snatch that position on the other side. Now you have an aging veteran with a a season-ending injury. If Derek Barnett cannot assume this position now, if if he cannot grasp this brass ring now, then, yeah, you know what? It's time to take him to to the airport. Trying to say, hey, bro, thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. It's 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 there. That's I mean, honestly, because this is a team. That, this is a team that needs to get uh, 
that has to get pressure. Mm-hmm. Yes, they blitz. They, you, you see that they blitz a lot more than they did before. You know, if this was a Jim Schwartz defense, we'd probably also be lamenting the fact that they weren't blitzing. They 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 sent people. But I think honestly, I I I like Slay and Nelson. Observation so far this season is I think I think Gannon's trademark is gonna be he's going to keep plays they're gonna keep the, the plays in front of them. You're not gonna get past them. They'll give you know, if you're if you're gonna get like this was a game for them to. This was a game for a guy like a Debo Samuel, who's mm-hmm. known for getting yards after catch. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna. They weren't gonna throw too many deep strikes. But what he's, what are you gonna do? Get him to rock over the middle, and make watch him make something happen. This was a game tailor made for him. And they, it seemed like early they kind of kept him in check, but, but. To the point that you made, Javon, you know, this offense isn't the deep – this isn't a deep strike offense. Mm-mm. They're just going to take and take and take and take and take and mm-hmm. take and take and take until the point where you're, you're looking up at the scoreboard and it's 17 to 3. Right. They're going to grind – they're going to grind the clock. They're going to – I mean, mm-hmm. they had two – what? They had like two 90-play drives, 90-yard play drives. That's insane. <laughs> The fact but that's their that, offense. That's mm-hmm. how they do it. They dink and dunk, and they're going to run like three different running backs at you. So it's imperative that you get third down stops. It's imperative that you that you do that. I think what the Eagles were like three or four. They held the Falcons to three or fourteen on third down last week. That helped in that game. I don't know what it was in this game, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't that good <laughs> in this game. And that's key. I mean, and then like you said, Derek Barnett with the penalties. You can't have you can't have the penalties. You can't have the penalties there. Because that that kills your drive. That 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 you, you, there's it's the simple things, and I think this game also showed that too. How and there was the K. Bob Wallace, yeah, as well. Right. What did you, you think of that call? I, I want to get both of your opinion. What did you think? Was that the right call? Did you think that situation? What, what can the defender do? What did you guys think of that call? All right, I'll ask you this way: you do you remember what the play, how it looked, how it happened? Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at an overhead shot of that play. And you see the Kayvon Wallace. Are you going to see the top of his helmet or are you going to see the back of his helmet? If the camera's overhead looking directly down at the tackle, mm. is the camera going to see the back of his helmet or the top of his helmet? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, make make your point, because I'm, I'm not sure. The camera's going to see the back of his helmet. His head was down. Mm-hmm. If your head's down, they're throwing the flag. That's the NFL in 2021. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in your eye, in, in your opinion, that was, that was the right call. That was, I mean, didn't yeah. didn't did, didn't go the way we wanted it, but that was that was the right call. You, that's that's why I asked the question the way I did. If you look at it, if your head, if you keep your head up, you're looking at what you're tackling. Right. You the second your head goes like this and the back of your head is facing the sky, you're in trouble for that flag. Yep. Yeah. It's almost a giveaway at that point. Like you're mm-hmm. you're telling the ref, give me the penalty. And 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 like I said, it happens far too often. And like mm-hmm. again, mistakes, those mistakes can't happen. I don't like I don't care if you're a second round second year player, that can't happen. Like that's just football one oh one. 
in that situation and it's just mm-hmm. it just shows again how like football and sports and in this game particular how it's a game of inches mm-hmm. so many small little minute details the eagles couldn't capitalize on and it just it didn't help them in the end i mean they 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 could they remember they had six points off the board <laughs> <laughs> absolutely did how do you grade the defense on a game like this 17 points for they they give up 17 points to a team that scored a lot of points the week before um, but it's still I a loss. I give them a B plus. B. You give them a B in the a loss. B. I give them a B plus. Okay. You put so do you hang this? Do you hang the failure to get a W on more on the offense or play calling? Where you like, you, you remember the Andy Reid Jim Johnson era? Mm-hmm. What was the rule? Seventeen, 17 points, points. We win. Mm-hmm. Hold the other team to seventeen or less. We win. Mm-hmm. If you if you can hold a team to seventeen points or less in today's NFL, your offense should be able to put up enough points to win. Yes. If you can't put up two mm-hmm. touchdowns and a field goal, you're in trouble. Yep. Today's NFL, the rules are geared towards offense where that should be your baseline. If you can't score mm-hmm. seventeen to twenty one, you don't win. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. I hear. I, I I absolutely hear you. So, so given this, what do the Eagles' offense need to improve on going into next week? What do you need to see done better? I would say just you know just go back to the basics of what you did well in Week One. Like, stop. Don't be super over complex and try to outthink or outsmart yourself. Like there was too. There was too much of that. I mean, granted, you know, we know that the the Niners have, you know, a solid linebacking group, you know, with Fred Warner. But where was the action to get your tight ends involved in the game? I understand mm-hmm. it might have to help with blocking, but you can't get uh, what Goddard had his first catch in like the third, fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't have that. You know, I would like to see, you know, more. I would like to see, honestly, more Miles Sanders runs. I think the way Sanders is running the ball this season to start, you want to get him the ball because I, I thought, it's, yeah. it's different than last season where you run on the center. Everything's about the shotgun inside zone. He knows how to run that. So why not keep on running the ball to open up your plays because that's what worked last week. You got the run game moment, and then the short passing game just helped take everything open. To me, that was the most frustrating thing about them getting down to the uh the goal to go situation and not mm-hmm. getting any points. The fact yes. that Miles Sanders was getting so many yards, he was getting big chunks of yards. He was, you know, that precedent had been set. I think, you know, Miles Sanders is is proving that he can be a durable back. He can run in between the tackles. He can yes. give him the ball up the middle. He's been that guy and then you have a goal to go situation and you can't punch it in. Yes, he ain't gained well in that, yes, in that spot. Yeah. Today, Miles Sanders had 13 carries for 55 yards, an average of 4.2. That's good. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think 13 carries is enough. No. 4.2 yards a carry, that warrants more than 13 carries. Mm-hmm. That warrants Get- more. Gainwell had six carries for 14 yards, 2.3 yards a carry. And Hertz carried the ball himself 10 times for 82 yards. So your leading rusher in the game was actually Jalen Hurts. You did rush be, for at 150 yards total as a team. 
Mm-hmm. But I would like to see more touches, intentional runs to your running back. Yes. 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 And 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 also there was no unlike we saw last week, there was no sense of the screen game at all. Mm-hmm. The screen mm-hmm. game was non existent in this game. I mean, I think the only screen we saw was the Goddard tight end screen, and mm-hmm. that was his first catch. <laughs> like mm-hmm. everything that they did well in week one just somehow just went out the door in today's game. Mm-hmm. And I and honestly I think and I, I liked what the coach said after the game. You know, he, he pretty much put it on himself, which is what, you know, what coaches do. But still. I mean, Doug Peterson said that, too. You mm-hmm. know, Andy Reid said that, too. Yeah. I got to do a better job. Got to do a better job. You know, he, but he, he, he held himself accountable. But I think he, he is younger. He is a young enough coach where you can give him the benefit of the doubt and say, OK, well, let's see. Let's see how you come back against Dallas against Dallas. Let's on see Monday if night. on Monday night, prime, you know, prime time. Dallas coming off a win, unfortunately. You know, Dallas coming off a win, you know, uh Monday night in, you know, that's down in Dallas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This home op- that's the mm-hmm. home opener. I'm sitting yeah, Dallas is home opener. You got that, you know, so they're amped. And they and I think they looked good week one. They looked good week one in the loss to Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, not as uh, not as sharp at times this week against uh against the Chargers, but still that's a team with a lot of expectations. So the pressure is on is on Sirianni to come back and let, let's see let's see what you can do. You know, let's see how you bounce back. You know, he's he's still young enough and new, and green enough to the job where you give him the benefit of the doubt. He says, hey, I didn't put my team in the best position. Okay, let's see how you do this next week. I think every coach earns that when they first start. And then they end up, you know, let, how – Let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about rookie coaches and learning curves and things like that for Sirianni, how did you feel about the decision first to go for it on fourth down before the half when you had three points on the ball, basically there for the taking? You're up three nothing already, and then on top, and then coupled with that, the decision to run the play that they did at that time. All right, well, you know what, Javon, you go first. I think again. I think like you said, I wouldn't even at fourth and goal. If you didn't get it on the first three downs, just take your points. Kick the field goal. Take some type of momentum into the game. But then you call that play trying to reclam- trying to trying to pull that play out the bag, which they probably knew could happen. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like you're in that situation. They probably seen the formation lineup. You they literally ran the play almost to a T that they ran into the Super Bowl. You saw a play out. A lot of teams are not, you know, fooled by that. And I think who said it? I think Emory, uh, Emory Hunt said on Twitter, he said, why didn't Greg Ward when he didn't see it? Just run it. Just run mm-hmm. it instead of trying to and try to try to throw it like the angles there for and Greg Ward should know that, too. In that way, as a former quarterback is not there. Just take off like mm-hmm. either you're going to get to the goal to the pylon or the defender. is. So I didn't like the play call at all. Mm-hmm. I think you just took your three and just. What it would have been seven to six, yeah. like you would have been fine. It would have been six nothing actually. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that, yep. yeah. six nothing. I, I, at, I, it was after that failed score that they got some momentum, went right down the field on a ninety-seven yard drive, and then 
that the game changed after that failed failed mm-hmm. goal line possession. Two things, uh, and I want, and once again, I want to shout out two people who made two really good points on that play. One shout out to my man Pat uh, Pat Devlin. He pointed out that that's not the Philly special. It's not. It's, it's, no. it's not the. You know, it seems every time someone make every time someone on the Eagles that's not the quarterback makes a pass. Mm-hmm. They want to call, call it the Philly, Philly special. special. That wasn't a direct, you know, it wasn't a direct snap. Even in college, they you, do it. They yeah, call it the Philly special. Yeah, not, you know, it's like whenever, when, whenever somebody not the quarterback makes a pass, they want to call it the Philly special. But that wasn't the Philly special. But nonetheless, also shout out to Ray Dittinger on Eagles post game show who made a real good point. Greg Ward never gets on the field. Nope. So the fact that Greg Ward is on the field is an instant giveaway that hey, there might be some trickery going on. Mm-hmm. You know what? The may- one receiver who's a former quarterback exactly. is on the field. Exactly. For two snaps a game. Exactly. On and fourth and goal. On fourth and goal, you bring in a, a mm-hmm. receiver who never gets any burn, who's an ex quarterback. That's a dead giveaway. And mm-hmm. another point that Ray made was the fact that what gate what helped the Philly special be so successful is the fact that Trey Burton was in all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't see that coming because Trey Burton's all, was always on the field. You know, that was part mm-hmm. of that. That was part of that, that two, sometimes three uh, tight end set that they ran. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, that's why that, that play is successful. And that's why this play wasn't. And then when you saw how the play broke down, one, the pass to Hurts wasn't there. You saw him looking for it, but he was he was guarded. I always thought Greg Ward had a little bit of speed to him. He does. <laughs> he does play wide receiver. He plays wide receiver. I thought Greg Ward had a little speed to him. Pulled the ball in, and it was fourth and two. Let your quarterback instincts take over in that spot. Exactly. <laughs> Just do it. Just, yeah. So... You know that that play was doomed from the start, and I think honestly, that's one of the that's one of one of those types of plays that had they been successful, I probably would not have had as uh, a a big of issue with it. Of like, no, 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 what are you doing? Oh yeah, that was great, right? But now that they came up with no points and then allowed them to go all the way down the field and score a touchdown, now it just looks like a disaster. Now it just looks like a, a total disaster and the turning point of this game. Where you were looking you were looking to see some sort of control. You kick a field goal, you're up six nothing. If your defense ain't you know, you give your defense a little bit of momentum because you put some points on the board. You put some points on the board, hopefully you can hold them going into halftime, you get the ball back. Not only do they not score a touchdown. They then give up a touchdown on the uh on the the next drive. But then they come out of the half and go three and out. Yeah. And then what happens? You go three and out. Uh wasn't that the nine yard wasn't that the nine minute drive that uh San Francisco had? Wasn't that the very next play? Probably the very next I, probably was one of them. <laughs> so at this point now it's done. Team's done, and you're putting your defense back. Out you're putting on the your field. defense back on the field. Just lost their heart and soul, and now they're just now they're just going all up and down the field. Derek Barnett doing stupid penalties. 
extending drives. Whole second half was a mess. Whole second half was a mess for this team. But honestly, I, I'm still at a point where it's like what one of the takeaways from week one was that this was a young team and we're going and this team was going to go as far as the youngsters on this team took them. Mm-hmm. So if you have a team this if you have a team this young, you got to see how they bounce back from a loss like this. And that's why I'm like, you know, hey, man, it is what it is. Losses suck, but losses happen. I mean, there's 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 worse situations this team could be in yeah. right now, considering looking just around the league. You know, we could we you could have Jalen Hurts looking like Zach Wilson right about now. Like, I mean, be, there you could be the Giants right now. Yeah, I mean, come on, you be the Giants. You can, you know, in fact, there's a lot of bad situations that this team could be, be in. The Giants like right said, now. I, you could be the uh, you could be the Washington football team right now. Yeah, I mean, I'll take. In, in fact, right right now. I take my quarterback over every quarterback in the East, not named Dak Prescott. Jury's and the jury's still out on him. I might feel a different way by the end of the season. I might feel a different way by the end of next week. I mean, it, it's, 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 I, I might, I might feel, I might feel a different way next Tuesday. But as of bounce back, yeah, yeah. As as of right now, as of right now, you know, you 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 can't put Jalen. Well. You can't honestly put him ahead of Dak yet. Mm. As a fan, I'd put him ahead of Dak because I like Hurts and I hate Dak. But, you know, <laughs> that is what it is. But nonetheless, uh, real quick, final, final, give, me, give me some more thoughts. Final thoughts about this offense, where this offense needs to go. How much confidence have you lost? How much confidence do you still have? I'll start with you, Jonesy. Well, I wouldn't say I lost any confidence. My confidence level is pretty much the same as it has been coming into the season. It's a team that this it's got some talent, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is very young or on the other end where they're getting older and aging out. Most of, But either way, most of your higher-end talent is not in its athletic prime at this moment. So you're going to have some ups and downs this season. And with the quarterback questions being what they are, I can't feel extremely confident going into any game, to be honest. So I'm still in wait-and-see mode on the quarterback. He's got a lot to prove to me at this point. All right. Javon, what about you? I think with this team, like you said, you know, it's it's a team where there's a mixture of young and old. But like you said, like like Mike said, you know, the old is starting to really get up there and you see the expense of that, right? Brandon Graham's towards Achilles and now you're dependent on Derek Barnett. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. Brandon Brooks goes out with a chest injury. Yeah. Right. Rookie comes in very old, older and injury prone or very young. There you go. So, yeah. and, so and- and watch to see Brooks go down like that, and it's like now, un- un- unfortunately, that might just be, you know, that that might just be the story of his eagle career. Somebody I mean, who came in with a lot. Somebody's of- got to fill in for Jason Peters. Mm-hmm. Well, so- <laughs> wow, man, ain't even here no more. 
I love Jason Peters. He was great for us, but those last couple years, you could count on them. Mm-hmm. You could count on them missing games, and Brooks' plan looks to be going down the same path. Yeah, I great mean, players, but when the body starts to break down, yeah, it's not much you can do. If Father Time is truly undefeated, unfortunately, you know, unless you're Tom Brady, like yeah, well, he's an ex- <laughs> he's an exception, not an example. But but nonetheless, I, I you know you, you see you you lose Graham, you lose Brooks. Um, I thought Dickerson. I thought you know in in spot play, Dickerson played well. You know he mm-hmm. you didn't hear his name. You didn't hear his name called a lot, but that was good. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, that's a good always thing. a good thing with an old lineman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I so honestly, it just means. Probably one of the the strong the strong points coming out of week one was how they won in the trenches, how strong their defensive line was, how strong their offensive line was, and both of those lines took a hit this week. You know, you you lose some veteran presence, but you have some young players there that could very well you know who could very well seize this moment. You know, right now I have a little you know. Dickerson has an uh, inj- injury history himself. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he holds up. But after one week, you know, okay. Let's see what we have here. Stick him in. Let's see what we have. You know, Barnett, he, he's got he's he's got to fix it upstairs. Yep. He's got he's got to fix it upstairs because they are pretty much handing him this position on a platter. It's his for the taking. He could mm-hmm. be the guy. If he wanted to be the guy, the opportunity is there. He's just got to take it, and I don't know if he can. You gotta, you gotta play smarter in those spots. Like, and I think that separates the good players from the great players. It's mm-hmm. the mental, it's the mental plays. You know, not having the stupid penalties. And just playing smart in certain situations, like you said, they're giving him the job. Like it ain't like Ryan Carrick is going to take your job. Mm-hmm. Like no, Ryan Carrick yeah. going to take your job if you're playing bad. But you're going to he's get the not first looking shot over his shoulder. To do it. He's it's like he's not looking over his shoulder. This isn't even a situation where he's now competing with Josh Sweat. Josh Sweat took the other side of the line. That you know, I mean, he might be. He might be. I think. I think Mike hinted to it earlier. He might be competing for <laughs> competing with for his job next season. With mm-hmm. Josh Sweat getting that extension, because 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 Barnett's an unrestricted free agent, so mm-hmm. he's playing for a job here or somewhere else. Yeah. So I mean, you, he, you, he he wants to get paid. He wants to get paid. He needs you know he needs to get paid. He need that's this is this is his opportunity. This is his chance. So honestly, we'll, you know we'll see. We we will definitely see. You know you got got Dallas on prime time. They got back in the win column. I, I, I would have loved to see, you know, Dallas 0-2 going into this. I would have loved to have seen Dallas 0-2 in this situation and the Eagles no, 2-0. No, no, no. You think so? No, 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 no. You no. think so? All right, why not? No, you don't. I, no, you didn't want to see just, Dallas desperate? No, no. Yeah, Dallas desperate's a bad spot. Dallas <laughs> desperate going home? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I want to give Dallas a chance. I, I need to. I, I, I wouldn't see Dallas get a chance to go 0 3. No, that wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. That would have been. You don't think so? 
No, that'd have been no. scary. Mm-hmm. That'd have been scary. Like they would have just started calling everything that they never called Back after the two wall, weeks uh, would have been called opener. Yep. <laughs> On ESPN, <laughs> no. And let's be honest, that team does have a lot of offensive firepower. Yes, they do. Yes, they and do. We don't want to be in a shootout with them. No. no, no, no. Do you still have some confidence going into next week, or do you think you know it's this is L waiting to happen? The secondary's played good for the first two weeks. Last time yeah. he was giving up big play after big play, and Jalen Mills is wagging his fingers. So I mean, it's I mean, overall, I think the defense has played well in the first two weeks, but I just don't think the offense is going to be able to score enough points to keep up. Mm-hmm. Early predict, way too early prediction. If you ask me to pick it now, I'd say Cowboys thirty-one, Eagles seventeen. Oh, just not able to score enough points to keep up. I will absolutely block Ashley Baker. <laughs> if a game goes that goes like that, I'm, I'm just telling you now, y'all know Ashley. Just let My her know. My feelings could change as the week goes. Can, That's just where I am right now. Ashley Baker will be blocked before midnight. <laughs> if that absolute, you know. Uh. That's not the official prediction yet. That's, that's just not where the, I that's, am right that's now. where you are. All right, look. I, I'm not I'm, over the week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I, I I hope so. You know, I, I want to hear what's, what's I want to hear, you know, the final reports on uh on Brooks. I know they said it was a chest injury. Hope mm-hmm. it's not a torn pack. You know, I'm I'm not a doctor so I can't I can't guess what it is. Hope, you know, but we're, ho- we're we're hoping for the best, Javon. Your final thoughts. What are you, what are you thinking for as far as next week? I think again, just how we saw this week. I think the game will be won in the trenches. And you look at it, the Cowboys, both defensive and offensive lines are kind of leaking oil at this point. You mm-hmm. know, you're going to be facing a Cowboys defensive line that does not have Demarcus Lawrence, so that's a win there. But you're going to have to deal with Micah Parsons off the edge, who's who looked really good coming off the edge. Mm-hmm. I think that might be where he really needs to be playing at. <laughs> In the NFL, coming off the edge like that, so I think you know there there's going to be pressure on your your tackles, you know Lane Johnson, Jordan Malata. There's going to be a lot of pressure on there. Mm-hmm. I think for offensively, you know you like I said, you got to get back to basics. You know I like how they did some things in the run game. I like the read option things like that. Like you got to continue to get your guys out in space and just let them just go to work because even though the Cowboys won this game, you just look at their first two games and yeah, you know, the quarterbacks totally different tiers, the wide receiver, the weapons, totally two different tiers from the Eagles, but it's been proven dating even back to last season that you can put up yards on this team is just, you know, and this is what the Eagles used to be good at, you know, scoring in the red zone. They have to convert in the red zone. If you can't convert in the red zone, then you're not going to win many games. You can't, you know, you can't get field goals blocked. You can't go for fourth and two when you don't need to go on fourth and two when you're in like the 20 or the 15. Just try to get your points by any means many any means necessary because like like y'all said, you know, next week game could end up being a shootout for all we know. Because mm-hmm. the first two games for the Cowboys seem like it's just been nothing but points and yards going every which way. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So we will see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's been the green over everything. Real talk. Wrap up. Thank you guys for checking us out. Remember, you can... Hit us up at any time on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at BITW Sports or at Jonesy and Brown. Jonesy and Brown. That's how it is. You can also hit Javon Offered up on Total Sports Live and DKNation.com. 
gmail.com make sure you interact with us make sure you talk with us make sure you tell us what you think of this, uh, this week make sure you tell us what you think will happen next week we will talk to you guys later on on the Jonesy and Brown podcast later on this week thank you for checking us out see you guys next week peace y'all you feeling this podcast to hear this and more go to soundcloud.com slash bitw sports or on itunes or apple Podcasts and search best in the world sports